guys, Janet here. While I wait for the girls to join, I just wanted to pop in and thank you so much for finding Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine. Now, you found us once, but can you find us again? Well, we're on all the platforms. We are on Apple, iTunes, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Tumblr. Make sure that you are listening and subscribing and sharing us with your friends. In addition to that, if you listen to us on iTunes, rate and review us. Give us those five stars. Leave us comments. If you have some suggestions about things you want us to talk about, feel free to send us an email at two girls and a bottle of wine at gmail.com all spelled out all right let's get this show started hello i'm janet and i'm amber and we are two girls, two girls and, and a, a bottle of wine, bottle of wine. <laughs> because men like boobs and girls like wine the facetime still affects the synchronization i think oh man because okay. i feel like when you're in person you can we like i don't know it's like dancing yeah that's true it's like verbal dancing that sounds weird. Maybe. <laughs> Meh. How are you, Amber? I'm good. I'm tired and I'm stressed, but I'm good. Good. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Yeah, it was a busy work day. Like, I was slammed. I, I finally texted you at, like, what was it, 5.05? And I was like, hey, yeah, what time you want to do this tonight? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I hope she's not just sitting there waiting for me to call her right now, because nope. I'm not. I was still at work. Hadn't even walked out to my car yet. And with the intermittent fasting, I, I like to, like, stop eating, and so, at, like, a decent hour, and yeah. I'm, I'm like, I need to eat, or I'm not going to be able to eat. <laughs> so it worked out. You got home, yeah. and I am here. And we are on a new schedule every other week, which works. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was it like, oh, sorry, nice. I thought, I know, I thought that you were saying something about um, your work schedule and not. Oh, no, sorry. I see where schedule. that would be confusing. So I did yeah, a podcast sorry. with my friend Monica this last weekend, and she caught me doing something similar to that. She's like, what you mean to say? And I was like, yes, <laughs> my brain and my mouth. <laughs> They're, they skip. It's like a record player. Yeah. I know. What are you drinking? All the time. Oh, <clears throat> currently, I'm choking on my spit. Don't do that. Um, I am drinking Apothic Rosé. Oh, I have a Malibu yeah. diet, so cheers. Yeah. Cheers. And I'm drinking it out of my unicorn glass. I don't know what we're going to do if we're ever going to be able to do this in person again. I have this wine in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not touching it because I, when I have tried to drink wine on a podcast, if I don't bring like an already empty bottle, there was one time I drank a whole damn bottle on a podcast <laughs> and you would not have wanted to see me afterwards. I was like, Steve, you're going to have to upload this. I can't see. <laughs> I'm not a one bottle person. I'm in such a lightweight. I feel like COVID has like done the opposite to me than it's done to other people because I've been like very conscious of my drinking so I like have rules and so then when I do I'm like wee <laughs> I used to be able to drink a bottle of wine and it'd be fine is that is that yeah. bad to admit I don't think so I think lots of people especially these days are drinking bottles of wine right but I can't do that I can't <laughs> I become quite the sloppy mesh 
Anywho, anywho, what have you been up to in the last two weeks? Well, um, let's see. So this last weekend, um, Nick and I went to the shooting range. How is your new gun? Yeah, um, it was. It shot really nice. Um, I am, however, an idiot. And um, even though I know how to hold a gun, for some reason I forgot. And I had my thumb in the way. So I, like, busted open my skin and, mm. like, because it took me four shots to realize that my thumb was bleeding. And maybe I should move my thumb. The adrenaline. <sighs> yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, but other than that, it's great. Have you thought about taking, like, a shooting course just to refresh so yourself? We, um, Nick and I have talked about it, but um, right now we've just been going to the, we're just going to start going to the shooting range. Um, but at some point I'll probably take a course. Well, well, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, let's talk about some of the stories that you, you shared on the Google Docs. Okay, we're back. A little technical stuff. Um, I, in the last two weeks, it's been pretty chill for me. I We went to the cabin, and I know. we worked. And then last weekend, it kind of blah, kind of just stay home and just avoid people, and now working again. So yeah. I have a non-exciting life. <laughs> That's okay. So do I. We did have a very tragic day today. Very tragic. I went to go take the dog out to the in the backyard, and seventeen of our fish were outside of the pond. Oh my god! Yes. So we thought we had about twenty-five. Um, turns out we had about twenty-three, um, and we don't know what happened. It was crazy. Like, I typically take Butterfly out front, but I went out in the backyard, and I was like, and we had, like, fish that were, like, this big in length. I'm like, oh my God. Steve, massacre. And we we don't know what happened. Our gate was open, so something could have gotten in the backyard, and mm. ugh, it was very tragic. Oh, my God. That's, I'm so sorry. That sucks. And we've had these fish for 10 years. 10 years. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Wow. So, yeah, tragic. But anyway, let's let's slip to a, a happier note. Um, <laughs> you shared a really fun article about wine windows. Yeah, I saw this article. Oh, and now it's not going to let me open it. Is it? So much technical difficulties. Okay. So I saw this article the other day. It's a BuzzFeed article. And apparently back in um, the Black Plague, Italy used to use wine windows. And now, because of coronavirus, they have started to open them back up. <clears throat> Sorry. I had a little thing in my throat. Yeah, so, they're called Bruschetta del Vino. Yeah. Which means wine window in English. Yes. Um, so it's super cute. And um, what it was used for back in the day is that rich Italians who own vineyards could sell their wine directly to the customers through this tiny wall in or through this tiny window in the wall. So that way their customers wouldn't have to come in um, or there could be less contact during the Black Plague. Um, and so the wine windows got really good use because of the Black Death um, in the 1630s. Uh, so now with coronavirus, they are opening it back up again. And um, I think it's because there's so many of them already in the buildings right. that they're starting to open these back up. And I just thought that was so cool. Um, and I mean, the reason that we're doing it is not cool, but. No, 
We I think it has fun. wine mailboxes on our front porch. Uh, yeah. That's what wine ninja is for. I have not been ninjaed. I have not yeah, ninjaed anyone. Way. I'm a bad wine ninja. Um, <sighs> there's an association <laughs> called the Buchette del Vino that maps all of the wine windows out. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> if you were in Italy, you could like wine ninja, all the wine windows. Yeah, I mean, someday when we're allowed to travel again, um, and I, I have been wanting to go to Italy for a while, but I'm gonna find one of these wine windows. Mm-hmm. And they're not so. only be u- being used for wine; they're using them for coffee, for gelato. Oh, yeah. um, and I, there was a, a drink in the article, the Apparel Spritz, which is a combination yeah. of prosecco, soda water, and apparel. So I had to Google. I'm like, what is apparel? Because we don't have Ashley. Um, right? It's lower on the bitter scale than Campari, which I don't know what Campari is. has a bright yep. orange hue. Its flavor is most closely associated with rhubarb, bitter herbs, and burnt orange. And it has a high sugar content. Very interesting. I just want to try an apparel spritz now. I don't even know if we have apparel here. A-P-E-R-O-L. I, I'm sure I'm butchering that. But I feel like we... I don't know. I feel like I've seen that word somewhere before, but I don't know where or why. Is it because I it's be near it uh, Aeropostle? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm kidding. It might be. So I think we need to do something, create some sort of wine window experience. I agree. We should have, definitely have those in the U.S. Maybe in our neighborhoods, at least. Uh, yeah. That would be amazeballs. And you could have, like, a sign-up sheet, and when it's your week, you have to wine window people. Yeah. I Just think that would like be fun. six people. You know? That'd be right? fun. Are you close enough to your neighbors to do that? Like, relationship-wise? Um, to a couple of them. Like, we have the guy next door who um, we talk to when we see him occasionally. But, I mean, we're not, like, super close. Like, we don't hang out with our neighbors but uh, might be a good way to meet your neighbors right quarantine definitely introduced us to our neighbors like (laughs) saturday night they're like come out and they had been drinking since brunch and it was two (laughs) o'clock so that was fun um but yeah it's very it's i i'd never thought i would be one of those neighbors but it's nice to have that relationship just to be like hey you have a cup of sugar you know. <laughs> yeah. The old I know. Someday. Um, what about this Airbnb that you discovered? So <clears throat> I've heard that there was one um, blockbuster that has been left. And uh, to, today, I think it was, or yesterday, I can't remember. Um, I saw an article on Mashable that apparently the last blockbuster store has now been turned into an Airbnb so you can have a nostalgic 90s sleepover. And so the last um, blockbuster is actually located in Bend, Oregon. Oregon? Oregon? Oregon. Um, Oregon. I feel like I always say it wrong. Oregon. You did good. Okay. Thanks. Um, but I thought that was cool. Yeah. I mean, even like the the little pictures that they show, like it looks like there's almost like a little bit of a like a loft kind of thing or like this little setup with a... Um, uh, Roll out or what's it called? Pull out couch. Um, a, thank you. A pull out <laughs> couch and 
it has like the old school. It reminds me of Saved by the Bell sheets. Mm-hmm. And they've just got a lot of like older nostalgic things within this little like space. And you can see all the videos kind of around and you can watch the TV. But I just thought that was so cool. And, you know, that kids is these awesome. days they don't, even, don't know. even know. They don't even yeah. know what it would be like. Yeah. I rem- and it's actually pretty cheap. How much is it? I didn't click on the link. So it says that um, Deschutes County residents can reserve a stay starting August 17th. So that will be Monday um, for just $4. But that's that county's residents. What about Colorado Uh, residents? I have no idea. And guests will have the entire place to themselves. And it is being cleaned according to the COVID-19 standards. And the candy is up for grabs. (gasps) And so. What? And it shows you that they have like. They have like a little like VHS setup too, so you can see VHS tapes. Um, <laughs> in case you forgot videos, what they look like or you've never seen you them never in your life. And like the old school Dorito um, bags that they've been selling recently are um, stocked in there. Like it's just so cool. Um, I just thought it was fun. That Something is a cool lot of fun. A lot yeah. of fun. Now, are you a big Royals follower? I so was so I am- taken aback by this article that you shared. I was like, <laughs> we talked about Meghan and Harry getting married. We did. But then we haven't really touched on royals. Well, I think it's because there's just been like so much other stuff going on. But I also feel like recently this whole book that's coming out. I hadn't even heard has- of it. Oh, my God. Really? I have seen nothing but articles all over about it. You're targeted, now- lady. I know constantly the algorithm oh it's God. got you it's got your royal fever I know sometimes I say stuff out loud like five times just so that way something will pop up that I need to see <laughs> all right sorry tell no, tell fine. us about this book it came okay, out today so, did it come up so I didn't realize that it came out today I Googled, because I've, it said August 11th uh, okay because I've been seeing so many articles come out. It's called Finding Freedom. And it kind of details everything for um, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. But it goes into some significant detail regarding Meghan's um, interactions with uh, Kate. And also the controversies that are going on between Harry and William. And kind of how the marriage with Meghan Markle has in some ways kind of torn the family apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has caused just an uproar of, of details to come out and people are just going insane about it. Um, and Megan and Harry were not interviewed, but they interviewed a hundred mm-hmm. sources, including close friends of Harry and Megan's royal aides and palace staff. So credible sources, a uh, hundred. Oh yeah. It's, well, and I feel like didn't so I'm getting confused because I know that there was this book that came out um, for finding freedom, but I also thought that there was like something that was going on where Megan did actually I don't know if Megan's writing a book or if she somehow did actually give details. I don't know. I'm gonna Google. Oh, sorry. I thought we were pausing. That's why I didn't speak. <laughs> um, I thought we were going on a break. Okay. Um, so, but like you said, this book is based on the author's own experiences as members of the Royal Press Corps, Corps 
and their own independent reporting. Um, but so one of the details that comes out is the details of uh, Megan and Harry's first date, which was a blind date that took place at a Soho or at Soho House's Dean Street townhouse in London. Um, they chatted over drinks for about three hours and ended the night um, with each of them going their separate ways without a kiss. Um, but it sounds like it was kind of one of those love at first sight things where they were just completely obsessed with each other. Wow. So are you going to get the book? You know, I've gone back and forth because this isn't normally the kind of book that I, I care to read. Um, I tend to be more interested in like the non nonfiction. Yeah. Um, wait, I do like fiction. Fiction. I like fiction. I always get it messed. Yeah. This is how I remember ever since elementary school. Fiction and nonfiction. Fiction is fake. Nonfiction is not fake. And I, I the, ever since, yeah. I think you've even told me that before because I think we've had this conversation and I still can never remember it. <laughs> I'm just, I'll keep trying. I'll keep trying. Well, I feel like you kind of need to get the book now and give us a review. I know. Well, because it just talks about so many different things and I am so curious about kind of what's been happening and since the the articles have started to kind of been pushed out, you know, there was something else too, where I didn't read the full article, but apparently the queen has like opened up the doors for Prince Harry and um, Meghan Markle to come back and start their Royal whatever. But I don't know that they're going to come back. I just find this all intriguing. It's kind of from a psychological perspective where like all of the controversy and the drama, like how did this all really happen? And was it because, Kate was brought up in this world of knowing like who they were and what their family was like. And so she was already prepared. She was to groomed. Be that. Yeah. She was groomed and Megan wasn't. And cause there were some things where Megan talks about um, or has said in the past that she really thought Kate was going to reach out and try to like help her through the struggles of being a part of the Royal family. And she said that that never really happened. So they never forged that bond. And um I'm really interested about that because it's almost like Meghan Markle kind of came in and the perception that we're being given is that Meghan Markle came in and like disrupted the royal family. Right. But this is kind of like Princess Diana. Yeah. So I'm just very intrigued by it. So I am kind of curious to read the book and see what it really has to say. I am too. Um, Sidebar. I have unsubscribed from Audible because I just found out, and you probably already knew this, you can check out audio audiobooks from your local library for free. Um, so I did know that, but I am also lazy and do not go to the library. You don't have to. There's an app. All oh. I had to do was sign up through my, my county library. I did have to go in and register myself to get an actual library what? card just once. But they have an app called Libby. And you can check out the audiobook, listen to it through that app. And um, one of my YouTube people that I watch said that if you don't close out that app, even when it goes, like I have this book I'm listening to now for 21 days, if you don't quite finish it in that time period, um, if you keep the app open, it won't return the audiobook. Oh, wow. And I've only done it for one book, and it was the book I was looking for, and they had it. So I'm like... Audible, bye. Ooh, interesting. Because I actually was looking at, um, I found recently, so I do Kindle Unlimited. Mm -hmm. And so there's a ton of books that I can download 
um, for free, but not for free every single month. Um, and normally the Audible or the whatever uh, comes Kindle? with it. Oh, oh, the yeah. audiobook? The audiobook part comes with it. Well, recently I've been noticing that some of the ones, part of my Kindle Unlimited and being a Prime member, I also get early releases of certain books. So they send me five books every month and um, I can choose one of them to get for free. So um, I've been doing that, but those ones don't come with the audio. And because I become so obsessed with listening to the audio in the car and when I'm trying to like relax at home, sometimes it's nice to like play a game mindlessly and just like watch or listen to the book at the same time. So I'm finding that I really like listening to books. Mm -hmm. Um, But so I was sad when some of these didn't have the, uh, the audio part. So I did like a free trial of the audible just like yesterday. So that is also good information to know regarding the public library. Yeah. Sorry, Audible. You didn't sponsor us. So I'm breaking up with you. Well, and also, um, if you're so for me, I'm a Kindle Unlimited person and I'm a Prime member. You're telling me that I can't get a mother of an audiobook <laughs> included in my book purchases. <laughs> you're already paying enough. I mean, God knows I spend enough on Amazon to make that Prime membership worth it 300 times over. But Come on now. You gotta be kidding me. I agree. I agree. But you should check out your local library. See if they do the Libby app. I just might do that. Uh, Yeah. Anyway. We gotta talk about Bachelor. Oh my god, there's so much. Like, I don't even know... Where are we even starting? I came down from the mountain last Monday. (sighs) So it's been a, a week and a day. And... We don't have really great cell phone reception when we're up in the mountains. So I'm I'm off off the grid. Love it. So I come down and last Monday the world was blowing up. It was like Tasha's the next bachelorette and I was like, "What why would they announce that so early? They're just now filming the bachelorette." And then come to find out Claire quit. I know. I was shocked when I was reading your text messages. My mouth was just consistently hung open. Because I, I was like, and every time I scrolled through that Instagram, I like moved the picture, my mouth just dropped further and further to the ground. I know. And that was, I don't know, it was a hashtag Bachelor Nation post. And I don't know how credible that that is. Um, but this Instagram post that I shared with, with Ashley and Amber was supposedly from someone on set that was like, Claire's out, Tasha's in, but Tasha's not enough, so we're going to bring in Becca, and we're going to bring in Hannah Ann. And I'm like, Becca, what? And then come to right. find out, her and Garrett m- broke up. And that, that news didn't break until, like, the next day. I know. I was like, I didn't know. I didn't even like know. Nothing. Uh, right. So, what well, we know. Was... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. So Claire appears to have quit the show after 12 days due to falling in love with a contestant named Dale Moss, who um, she may or may not be engaged to already. Um, so ABC went ahead and cast Tasha as the new Bachelorette, and apparently she'll be dating the guys who were originally rounded up for Claire. And speaking of those guys, they're completely like, what's going on? <laughs> Um, and it seems that production is quite the shoot show and everyone on set thinks that it's just a big joke. Um, reality Steve has had so much, like his name has been all up in the papers because 
people are like, what's going on? And he seems to know what's going on. Um, let's see. So then yeah. Hannah Ann Sluss, who was chosen by Peter but then dumped, and Becca Kufrin, who was chosen by Ari but then dumped, and then became a bachelorette, picked Garrett, and now they're donezo, was spotted in Palm Springs at the bachelorette filming location. So we don't really know what's going on. Right? So well, and then. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm on so, fire. Hold on. Let's take a break. Let's take a break and let's pause. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine podcast. I got to stop one second and tell you about our sponsor. That is Nature's Best CBD. It's a Colorado company specializing in hemp rich products. They have products such as CBD pain creams, lotions, protein powders, capsules, lip balms, and pet products. I've used their products, um, the pain cream specifically, and oh my gosh, I was blown away. And all of their products begin with their ultra high strain hemp extract and their THC free, which means no psychoactive effects, no risk of failing a drug screen. You got to go check them out. You can shop on their website at naturesbestcbd.com. That's naturesbestcbd.com. Thanks, guys. Okay, I had to take a break just to breathe. Amber, (laughs) what's going on? So I found one of the most interesting facts about all of this was that after they kind of announced that, you know, Claire Crawley, which there had been already rumors kind of coming up saying that she had quit the show. She was canceling some of the dates and engagements and stuff like that. So then um, a source that was close to the show leaked out some more information in regards to um, pulling in Tasha, which was, let's see. So the morning of Tasha's cocktail party, Producers decided that they were not happy with storylines and connections that developed the night before, which I found this fascinating because one, like, like you said, they were using the same men from Claire's season, which I get it. Like they weren't chosen by Claire. So they're still looking for love too. But like, how do you switch your mind? And then just all of a sudden, like throw everything together. Now you've got this new girl and the age ranges are different. And so now you have to, the producers aren't happy. So they decide that they need to rush to save the season because the energy was low. And so that's when they decided to phone in Hannah Ann Sluss, Sluice. Mm-hmm. And that's when Becca was also flowing in. Like, what the actual fuck? And where's the, the quarantining for 14 days happening? Right. Yeah. So... I don't know that it was because I didn't see anything like that happen. It says that Becca was flown in two nights ago um, onto the set, but I would guess that they would have to be doing the quarantining. Um, they claimed that, oh, that's about Bachelor in Paradise. We already knew that's not filming. Well, so Reality Steve came came back to remind everyone that Bachelor in Paradise is not filming right now, but he thinks the rest of the women are simply there to make appearances. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, this is like this is insane. And, I mean, and ABC's not saying a dang thing because yeah, they want no. people to watch the show when whenever it airs. I don't know when that is. When is it airing? I don't I don't know. Wasn't Ashley is keeping it, track of that? <laughs> I think so. Oh man. <laughs> like, it's insane. I just, 
This, yeah. So I do have to say, like, originally, I wasn't that big of a fan of Claire. Like, I was excited that they had an older lead, but then they normally have. So I was really excited for that and to kind of see how it came out. But I've never been a huge fan of Claire. She's a bit um, of a loose cannon, obviously. Yeah. So I wasn't surprised by this, but I also hear that she has been going against her contract. And so she's about to lose out on like a quarter of a million dollars if she doesn't keep her mouth shut. So she has to be able to do this. And the other thing that I find crazy is that we're still going to see a portion of her season. So we're going to watch part of Claire's season and then Tasha's going to come in and who knows if we're going to see that cocktail party. And then there's all of a sudden these three women and it's going to be this whole like, which I'm really excited about. If it is the panel, if it is the panel, Bachelorette, yes. But again, it's not confirmed. And I read another story that said that Claire is staying on site during the filming of Bachelorette. And that her Dale guy has been seen in South Dakota visiting his sister. Weird. I know. It's insane. But you know what? I'm so ready for to watch it. <laughs> I want to watch well, right. this mess. Like, I'm really excited about the shakeup and to see how it rolls out and to see how it plays out. And, you know, I think in the text messaging, um, Ashley had kind of commented that she uh, is excited to see all the group dates and kind of how this works because it'll be a little bit more like Bachelor in Paradise. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can see a lot more relationships and you can see a lot more of the personalities kind of rolling out. So it'll be very, very interesting. And of course, you know, Rachel Lindsay is very excited about this um, because she is happy to have another lead of color on the show. Um, so there's also that positive, uh, spin on the whole shakeup. And then Allie, um, Fedotowski actually made a comment. She's like, I feel like Claire, maybe if she was like, there is no top two, there's a top one. And I know it right now and I'm done. Allie thinks that's so awesome. Not only has she figured out (laughs) early, but I think it's awesome of the show to let that happen. Well, I don't know that a, the show had much of a choice, um, Based on rumors that we were hearing. Yeah. Yeah. But I do agree. Like, I think that's amazing. Like, you think you found someone in 12 days and uh, have at it. Other articles I I saw um, said that they were talking before the show started filming because she knew some of the men that were supposed to be on her season. Mm. I don't know. It's all speculation from here. My goodness gracious. It's crazy. It is crazy. I still, every day, I'm, like, in shock. Even though I don't really see anything about it, I'm just in shock. I know. they. The, it was, like, a big bomb of information. Now it's kind of gone quiet. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Super weird. Makes me want to follow Reality Steve on Twitter. But I don't want to because he tells secrets and I don't want to know the secrets. Yeah, I agree. Um, Caitlin Bristow shared a yeah. very awesome photo yesterday and i was like whoa when did this happen i sw- i think i watch her every day she i know because i did see it on instagram um me too yeah which was amazing because she despite her size many people think that she just immediately should love her body and we all as women know that that's not always the case it doesn't matter what size you are a lot of women still have challenges with their body but a lot of people still give her shit for her body, which is crap. And um, so she never really posts uh, body photos, 
what she did yesterday and she was proud of herself and I am loving that she owned that and put that out there and she looked amazing. Yeah. So I guess for the last 14 weeks, she's been reading, meditating, resting, working out, lifting um, heavy weights, doing Pilates, boxing, going to physical therapy for mobility and strength, getting sports massages, doing dry needling, all to prepare for Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Which... And she's a dancer. Like, she's trained mm-hmm. dancer. So whoever she ends up having to go up against, they better watch out. I know, because she looks damn good. Right? She's going to knock knock him dead. Oh, um, yeah. I can't wait. Speaking of another person from Bachelor Nation that posted a photo, I saw this photo, too, and it was great. I'm sure you did. <laughs> Blake Horseman um, uh, posted a photo reflecting on mental health and happiness one year after the whole Bachelor in Paradise debacle that kind of sent him spinning. Um, and he, yeah, he's been working on himself too. He said he started, uh, he was so depressed, like he just started by like walking around his block and it it build from there. And he looks like he is in tip top shape. Yeah, he looks really good, but I also love that he addressed it and brought it into mental health and saying, Mm -hmm. you know, we will, he let him, his health kind of get in the way because of all of his mental um health challenges that he was experiencing but i also like that he addressed that he started out slow this wasn't just an immediate process where all of a sudden you take a pill and your body looks amazing um he did it the right way and he looks great he does (laughs) he does look great i'm so happy for blake anyway have you been watching the greatest of all time you so haven't? I haven't recorded. I'm so last night I didn't even get home until 7:30 from work. Like I'm lucky I made it to the podcast tonight. We could have ended up doing the podcast in my car. <laughs> so <laughs> the road noise is not allowed. I know. But you watched so, Ali Fedotowski's original season, right? I did watch it originally, yes. So I just have a few good. notes from her season. Um there was some drama, some bad men, and she said that she yeah. was mad for women everywhere during her season of The Bachelorette with the reason of her anger being that the Rego situation, he came, he's the one that came on with the girlfriend back mm-hmm. home, right? Yep. There was a guy that got a tattoo for her. Oh, my God. <laughs> that guy. There was another guy that you thought he was going to go all the way, and then he's like, I just visited my ex, and I think I'm going to go back to her instead of staying here with you. Ugh, like, I know. What? I know. Ugh. And I guess she had a and screen. Was, oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say, like, I think we were all hoping that he was going to stay until the end. And and he probably would have made it. Yeah. Um, there was an article that came out that she had a, screening, a screaming fight with producers um, <laughs> because of the tattoo guy. His name was Casey Cal. Kale? Yeah. Um, so, according to Allie... A date with him had driven her to the point of wanting to quit the show. She started screaming at a producer saying, I'm not giving him a rose. This is too cheesy. This is not happening. You have to give him a chance is what the producer was saying because he got a tattoo for you. And she was like, no, no, I'm not. I quit. Um, but obviously she didn't. And that all got got fixed. But yikes. Yeah, he was crazy. Like 
because uh, I think that she did end up still because she still ended up giving him a rose like that night or something. He was on like one more episode, I think. Oh, OK. But if I remember correctly, that was last week, was, Amber. I don't remember. I know. Well, it was years ago for me. So who knows at this point? But yeah, I, I think she did have leave him on another night, another week. And we were all like, what the fudge? And she's um, so beautiful. I, just have I to love say that her in a random spot, but she is. Well, and she's one of those people too that has really taken to um, being real on Instagram, and um, you know, her and Rachel were doing their podcast together, and Allie ended up quitting. And I think a lot of times it was because there were so such strong opinions coming from Rachel that I think it was challenging for Allie. But she also had her kids, and they had very different opinions. Um, but she takes to Instagram and shows her body. I mean, she's had two gorgeous little children and um, her body is not the perfect um, social media magazine body. So I love that she owns that and shows people, you know, her stretch marks and her um, body that isn't airbrushed. And she didn't meet her husband on The Bachelorette, but um, she did not. after things didn't work out with her final pick, who was Roberto Martinez... Yes. Um, she met her now husband, Kevin Mano, through a producer she worked with on her travel show called First Look. Did you watch First Look? I did not. Um, I don't think I did. I think I may have seen like a brief clip of it at one point, but that was it. And then they welcomed their daughter, Molly, in 2016 after a few years of dating. They had planned to get married in Mexico a month before Molly was born, but postponed the wedding due to the Zika virus concerns. Yep. And she had famous people at her wedding. Haley Duff, Kaylee Cuoco, Lacey Chabert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy muffin. Technical stuff. I don't understand. <laughs> like, listeners can't even tell because I'll splice these together. But we seriously sat here talking for a good 20 minutes. <laughs> while my computer, which I started and then restarted before we even started recording... Had to update and restart. Come on, HP. Right? Get better. Get better. Um, <clears throat> so we talked about Allie and her recap show. And then last night they had Jason Mesnick. And he, um, a very well-known bachelor. He was one of the most hated men in the franchi- franchise for a while. He was the first man in Bachelor oh. Nation to propose to one woman, only to dump her um, for her runner-up afterward. And... He lived happily ever after with the girl he ended up choosing. Well, and I always thought it was funny when um, Ari did it. Because they kept saying that Ari was the first person. And I was like, technically, Ma- or Jason already did it. And he did it during after the final rose as well. Mm-hmm. So it was all videotaped. I mean, it was a very similar situation. So they were giving Ari a lot of shit when Jason was one of the ones who did it. But um, he did end up marrying um, Molly. Molly and... They have kids now, and they, they are very his, happy. His son, and then they had a daughter together. Yes. So good stuff. All right, enough bachelor stuff. Um, I feel like these recap shows are great. We can touch on them, but they're not like, yeah, no. more than five minutes worth of yammering. Mm, yeah. We gotta talk about Big Brother All Stars season twenty two. What are your yeah. thoughts, Amber? I haven't watched it. Okay, so when you said I wouldn't like your your what you had to say, I thought you would have strong opinions. <laughs> so, 
But first, so let me explain. This is an Ashley move that you and I would <laughs> chastise her for. So the first episode, um, which was a live episode. Yeah, we didn't I know who was like, going to be on the show until that. I know. And I watched like 15 minutes of it. It's only um, two hours. <laughs> only? Only. Well, our DVR didn't record it. So we, we have like this weird like CBS channel that sometimes our DVR switches to. And so it recorded that and we're not subscribed to that channel. So we didn't get it. So I had to hear from Nick and Regan and then my Nick regarding it. Um, so I know that it was live and that there were some challenges. I am still going to watch it, um, but I have to watch it from my phone. And so there's that. And then last night I didn't get home until 730. And so I it was on went- Sunday. Oh, on Sunday <sighs> I watched The Alienist. So mine and Nick's favorite. We like, don't talk show. about the alienist. I know, but it, it was so You're good. You're committed to me feels. once every two weeks. I know. Okay. I'll be better. All right. So I will talk right. about Big Brother and maybe you have comments. So oh, the sure all-star cast includes Christmas from season 19, David Alexander from last season. He was the one that got kicked out the first night. Because he couldn't find his way out of that dark room. Um, Nicole Anthony, who was the nerdy Nicole from last season. Um, Danny, who was from seasons 8 and 13. Blonde in 8, brunette in 13, and blonde again. Um, Cody from season 16. Kevin Campbell from season 11. Tyler Crispin with the curly hair. Love Tyler. From season 20. Bailey from season 20. Um, Nicole Frenzel, who... I love her. Yeah, the other nerdy Nicole from season 16 and 18. She's um, engaged to Vince? Vince? Yes. Okay. Um, Memphis Garrett, which he goes all the way back to season 10. And I forgot about him, but then when they brought him up, I was like, yeah, I love Memphis. Um, Enzo, I dislike Enzo. I hate Enzo. He drives me... Oh. Meow, meow. Mm. <laughs> You're like, what are you talking about? Okay, you have to watch these. Um, Janelle, who, this is her fourth time on Big Brother. She was on season Damn. six, seven, 14. She might need 22. to just stop. No, she she was on the last All-Star. She is a super All-Star. Kaser, I love Kaser. I feel like he is like a fine wine. He has only gotten finer with time. Alrighty. Um, Devon from season 17 and 18. Um, Which it seems like she has a lot of drama attached to her. Yeah. Keisha Smith, who I did not remember, but she is from season 10. And then Ian Terry from season 14. Did you, did you watch where little nerdy Ian beat Polly? I have only watched season 20 and season 21. Okay. All right. So I love them all except Enzo. Um, really rooting for Janelle and Kaser. Um, last night, Janelle and Kaser, there's this new special power where, um, before nominations, if you feel uncertain, you can use this VIP pass and, um, that will make you safe and you can pick someone else to be safe with you, but you can only use the pass once this season. Oh. So Janelle and Kaser are like, OG, like top of the line. They played two seasons together. So... 
they were like, yeah, we're going to be targeted. And sure enough, the head of household, who was Co- who is Cody, was thinking that they were going to be the people he puts up. I'm, I'm spoiling all of this for you because you didn't watch. This is why you must watch. Cause it's okay. These days, I can't remember shit. Okay. So by the time I watch it, I'm never going to remember. So um, they both went in individually to talk to Cody, and he did not play a good, like, he... They could totally smell his BS. So they used this pass. They played the competition. One of them won and one of them didn't, but they chose the other person to be safe with them. So Cody's like, really? FML. Um, People don't say that anymore. I did hear that on a podcast. People don't say that anymore. Oh, I say that all the time. Um, So Cody um, was forced to put up crap. Names. Was forced to put up Kevin. People are yelling it right now. Kevin and Keisha. Hmm. And so the next one, which I believe is on tomorrow night, is The Power of Veto. So you've only missed two episodes. You're not super far behind. You can speed catch up. For sure. And I do have to say, so I did see the house. The house looks really cute. So cute. Um, I did hear Ooh. about the have not room, even though I haven't seen it yet. Well, they didn't um, show it to us until the yesterday because that that was one of the glitches on the live. They couldn't; oh, it wasn't right. unlocked. So, um, but their house looks really cute, and I am excited to watch this season. Um, I heard that Josh from um, the what is it season nineteen? I think yeah has been winner. like whining and complaining that he didn't get chosen. Yeah, so I haven't heard why he wasn't, why he's not on. Maybe because he's a whiner. Yeah, he he was the one that like did the pots and pans. Yeah, so obnoxious. I don't miss him. Um, There was, there is one drama going around. Like, is it is not? So on the first night, they had there's sixteen people. So four groups of four come in at at a time. And it was four females, four males, four females, four males. And the competition, anyone that won that competition could compete in the head of household. So the competition was you had to find something in the house and then you had to go out to the backyard. And there was this big board where you had to move the ball to be in the room that the object was in. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I did see that part on the first episode. So when we were watching this, I was like, Steve, this isn't fair. Because it seemed like when the girls were playing, the room that they had to get the ball to was at the very end of the board. And when the boys were playing, the room they had to get to was much closer in the center. What the hell? And I was like, that's not fair. And sure enough, Twitter agrees. Um, <laughs> they're saying that it's not it, it's not fair for the females to be in a more physical challenge than the males. It should be yeah. equal. Absolutely. Yeah. Haven't we learned anything by now? Have your friends said anything about that? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, what are you listening to? So, I actually have quite a bit. Um, so, Luke Bryan's CD. Yes, it dropped Friday. Dropped. Yeah. So, I've been listening to that. And one of the um, songs that hasn't been, like... Super, I don't think it's like one of the ones that they've been playing on the radio is called uh, Down to One. And I really like it. Like, it's just the beat and the melody of it that I'm loving. But also, there is a song called um, Morning Coffee, Mm -hmm. which is by Luke Frey. 
And that is the husband now of the girl who did Blairette on Caitlin Bristow's okay. um, podcast. That's her husband. Oh. And so he uh, released a song. So I've been listening to that. That's pretty good. It's got a good beat. And then um, I have not listened to this yet, but um, there is a podcast called Crime Countdown. And um, it sounds like it's really interesting. It sounds like what they're doing is taking like the most extreme of things. So what is the coldest cold file? What is the longest, you know, the biggest serial killer stuff like that? And really like diving in deep and going down rabbit holes with it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start listening to that tomorrow. Nice. Yeah, I've kind of stepped away from podcasts because I've been all about the books lately. I know. Me too. This is the first time I got back into the podcast this week. Um, So when I was at the cabin, I read a book. By Jessica Knoll, and for the life of me, can't think of the name of it. It was her first book. She's had two books. And then what I'm listening to on the audio book from the library right now is by Jessica Knoll. And, oh, her first book was Luckiest Girl Alive. It says it on the cover of the second. And then this book is The Favorite Sister. And two totally different types of books. <laughs> but I really loved the first one. I, could, I read it in two and a half days. And... <laughs> Um, I'm listening to this audiobook and it's really good. That's the thing. Like, if I find an audiobook, I step away from my podcast. Like, I don't have enough oh, yeah. time. I'm only commuting in twice a week now. Oh, yeah. I know. I have been nonstop reading for and listening to audiobooks, I should say, for weeks. I can't so this play was the games first and listen to audiobooks. Oh, I can. Because I miss things. And I'm like, wait, what just happened? Because I focus on the game. <laughs> Oh, like, yeah. I can clean the house to audiobooks and podcasts, but I can't do something that requires thinking while listening oh. to the book. I'm really good at stuff like that. Like the Nick was asking me this the other day when I was working from home because I was doing it. And then Ryan at work also asks me this, but I can be typing an email and have a conversation with you while not watching what I'm typing and still get everything correct. See... I can be totally focused on typing and my brain goes faster than my fingers and I'll forget words. There will be thes instead of then or than. I have to totally read. Reread. Proofread. I'm sure you've seen it in my texting. It happens. <laughs> and I know it. And I own it. And I just need to slow down. And you... Don't need to slow down because you can go a million miles an hour and everything's perfect. <laughs> I try. Do you have a positive poly? Well, so before we go into the positive poly, what did I miss? We have to also say that um, in regards to what am I watching this week? Oh my bad. Outside of catching up on Big Brother, um, it is Shark Week. So in absence I of did Ashley, see that, and I almost sent so, her a message. I have a ton of shows that are being recorded for Shark Week, um, and so I am planning on watching them. Last year, um, Ashley got me hooked on Shark Week, and so I'm very excited for it. And so I have started watching Shark Week. You should um, – do you still have access to our Twitter? I think so. You should, like, tweet about this stuff, letting oh, others know yeah. your favorites when it comes to Shark Week. Or what you're you're planning on watching for Shark Week, I so you can do get that. them. So follow us on Twitter, the Ooh. number two girls and wine. I'm on it. So I've been noticing that I was going to Cosmopolitan.com for a lot of my research for our show. The Dumb Magazine made me subscribe. 
So oh. I'm paying $20 a year, which is nothing. I, I thought I, I remember paying like $10 for one magazine back in the day. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so I will be tweeting a lot of my favorite Cosmo articles because nice. <laughs> I have this silly magazine I had to subscribe to. Uh, all right. All right. Positive poly. So you cannot change reality, but you can control the manner in which you look at things. Wait, that wasn't the one I wanted to read. But I really like that. Um, okay, I'll start it over. You cannot change reality, but you can control the manner in which you look at things. Your attitude is under your own control. Weed out the negative and focus on the positive. I think that's a very powerful comment, especially right now. You know, there's a lot of people struggling in life, you know, yeah. jobs, don't know what the future looks like. Yeah. The rest of the year is just going to be even ickier due to the political climate. Ugh. Yeah, duh. yeah. And you need to really just focus on the positive. As we say, yep. focus on the glitter. That is right. I got the wine book ready. Woohoo, let's do it. Number 16, when using wine in cooking, remember to boil off the alcohol content first. The alcohol in warmed up wine can taste harsh, but it will quickly evaporate when simmered over a moderate heat. Well, there you have it. Yes. So we'll be back in two weeks and you yeah. will have watched Big Brother. I will have. And who knows what the hell is going to be going on in the bachelor land. Oh my God, I know, right? But follow us on all the socials for our random posts between now and then. Since we're not podcasting every week, maybe we can do a little more social media posting. Yeah. I'm, I'm signing Amber up for something without her consent. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. You found us once, but can you find us again? You can listen to us on Podbean. Spreaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher. All of our links can be found on Tumblr and Blogspot. Thanks, and we'll see you again soon.